This is the latest from your newsfeed. It's Thursday, July 13th. Homeowners could yet face another interest rate hike with Reserve Bank boss Philip Lowe leaving the door open on the possibility of further tightening to bring inflation down. He made the remark at the Australian Conference of Economists in one of his last scheduled public appearances before the federal government decides if he'll stay on as the head of the nation's central bank. Dr Lowe refused to speculate on his future, saying he would be honoured to keep going, but would also do his best to support a successor. An 11-year-old Queensland girl has died with the flu a day after she was released from a private hospital's emergency department. It's understood Sunshine Coast girl Emma Schwab was taken to the Noosa Hospital ED on July 5 after contracting influenza B. Emma was said to have been extremely unwell after being sent home and she was rushed to the Sunshine Coast University Hospital where she tragically died. Queensland's Chief Health Officer Dr John Gerard has revealed his concerns about the state's children as school resumes with influenza rooping through communities. And Adelaide businessman Davey Fogarty has been slammed online after showing off his multi-million dollar mansion. In the wake of a cost of living crisis, the UD founder copped backlash after he revealed he purchased the Mylor farm for $4.3 million. But the online response wasn't all negative, with readers on the advertiser's Facebook page praising the businessman. The video has since been deleted from YouTube, but is still available on TikTok. We'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. South Australian workers can expect a national decision to ban caps on working from home days to flow through to state workplaces. Unions were celebrating the breakthrough yesterday, which bans 103 Commonwealth government employers from imposing a cap on the number of days workers can choose to work from home. Employees will now be able to work at home as many days per week as they wish, only being refused when the employer was genuinely trying to reach agreement with the staff member. The deal was thrashed out as part of a pay demand by the Community and Public Sector Union. And acting Queensland Premier Stephen Miles has defended the delay of some building code changes due to come in October amid fierce backlash from the construction sector. Industry stakeholders voiced frustration following a meeting with Public Works Minister Mick Debrenny, who on Tuesday announced small lots, including apartments and units, would have an extra 18 months to meet new accessibility requirements. The remainder of the National Construction Code changes to increase accessibility and energy efficiency for new homes will still come into effect from October 1. And we'll have another update to your newsfeed tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.